Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 9, continued. I can take a part from his suffering. The long retreat given by Father Picacci for the Tertians took place from March 29th to April 12th, 1959. Changing her mind, Mother Teresa decided to make the retreat. She feared, however, that it would only be a time of greater loneliness and deeper pain as God's apparent absence would be more keenly felt and the longing for the absent one more hurtful. My heart is so empty. I am afraid the retreat will be one long suffering. But we better not think of this. I want to make a fervent retreat. Just a few days before the retreat, she wrote to Archbishop Perrier, I think Father T. Picacci will give the sisters a very fervent retreat. And she added, please pray for me during this holy time. My heart is so full of darkness and of loneliness and a continual pain. Each day of the retreat, Father Picacci gave the sisters a typed handout to help them with meditations and examination of conscience. On these papers, Mother Teresa jotted down her answers. They present a vivid and honest picture of her soul and highlight her humility and holiness. Her straightforward and unpretentious replies also portray how she perceived her spiritual life. They constitute a striking profession of faith from one who felt she had lost sight of her faith. Several days into the retreat, Mother Teresa wrote to Archbishop Perrier, The retreat Reverend Father T. Picacci is preaching to the sisters in preparation for final vows is the most practical one I have ever heard in 30 years of my religious life. And yet he strictly keeps to the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. Though it was a great sacrifice for her, she handed her notes to Father Picacci. On the third day of retreat, she wrote, To give you these papers, it is one of the greatest sacrifices of the retreat, my gift for the sisters. Yet this was one more opportunity to grab the chance, as she used to say to her sisters, and to offer this costly sacrifice for the spiritual benefit of her followers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, 
vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Mother Teresa changed her mind. Father Picacci, her spiritual director, her confessor, her friend, had tried to encourage her to come on this retreat. She thought about it, and she decided, no, it's not the best thing. I'll do it later. And then, turns out, after thinking about it more, she changed her mind again and took up his suggestion. And it's wonderful for all of us, because Mother Teresa's notes from this retreat, which gradually we'll become more aware of as we read the book, are a real gift. And Father Picacci was a very practical priest in the sense that he understood very clearly that to follow our Lord is not just a matter of having the right ideas. It's not just having a general sense of wanting to serve him. But this love and doing his will becomes very particular, very concrete, as we say, very definite, very specific. And as we follow him, as we seek to do the Lord's will, as we seek to be more religious, we should more and more be dissatisfied with things that are not specific and concrete. Concrete is opposed here to what's abstract. No, if we want to be religious, that is, if we really want to devote ourselves to the service of Christ, then we have to devote ourselves to all the particular things, all the manifestations of his will. And we give thanks that Father Picacci was able to help these sisters. And Mother Teresa is not one to give out compliments easily. If she says this is the most practical retreat I've ever heard in 30 years of religious life, it probably was. And this retreat that the sisters received had this unexpected bonus for the rest of us of Mother Teresa's own interior life being manifest as she answered his very practical questions on these handouts that he worked hard, he thought about. So those answers have come down to us. But let us just realize for a moment that Mother Teresa had a very particular kind of temperament. And why do I say that tonight? There are certain kinds of temperaments in the classical tradition, they're called tolerics, but they're basically various kinds of people that react very quickly and very strongly to things. And these kind of reactions that people have, it's not good or bad in itself. It can be good, it can be bad. Quick acting, quick reacting, strong reacting people can make mistakes. But this kind of temperament, this kind of basic way of reacting to things, which is sort of inbuilt to certain people, it makes them very good at doing just what Mother Teresa did, grabbing the chance. People that are, we call cholerics, that are quick reacting, strong reacting, they grab chances that other people let go. Other people see the chance, but they're not sure, they hesitate, they're not, they have not 
so clear, and then it passes. But there are people that have an instant sense, this is the chance to get this, it won't come again, and they grab it. And Mother Teresa is one of those people. But notice that her grabbing these chances was not fundamentally about herself. It wasn't about her own spiritual benefit so much. She's constantly thinking about the salvation of other people. This sacrifice that she can make of giving these papers, of these private writings to this priest, she sees as God's will, but it's hard. And so she says, it's a sacrifice for my order, a gift for my sisters. That by her doing things she doesn't like, out of love for Jesus, this helps to generate love for her sisters that are bound up with her in the mystical body of Christ. And this is such a missionary of charity kind of move. Constantly being a missionary, constantly wanting to save souls, constantly wanting to make sacrifices for others. And if we have trouble making sacrifices, maybe we need to ask Mother Teresa to pray for us, to inspire us, to be more like her. Maybe we need to think of these sacrifices, these little self-denials, not so much as something we need to do for ourselves, but something we can do for someone else. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.